You are listening to Up To Me Radio, the best in inspirational talk radio. It's up to me. God Identity Podcast. We are a faith-based platform where we influence creatives to live authentically in pursuit of their purpose. So if you're passionate about impacting lives, monetizing your gifts and talents, and you desire to grow a relationship with God, then tune in to our podcast. We are so glad to have you a part of our community. Welcome back to the God Identity Podcast. I'm your host, Arnesia. And on today's episode, I have a special guest with us. His name is Mikael Ben-Or. Say hello to hey, us. Peace, love, and life. Peace, love, and life, family. Peace, love, and life. Awesome. So, yes. Yeah, so, Mikael, he is a holistic herbalist and healer. And I wanted to bring him on this episode because I feel as though he has a lot of value to share. I've been watching him on Instagram and just seeing how he's giving us knowledge that we haven't tapped into. And especially when it comes to the sicknesses that are occurring in today's society, he can end up share with us some experiences and some of the things that he has gone to become a holistic herbalist and healer. So um, I'm going to go ahead and give you the floor. If there's anything I've left out as part of who you are and what you do, um, let us know about what you do and who you are. Okay. Okay. So first of all, I definitely want to give um, all praises to the most high, the creator of us all, the creator who's given us this image and likeness on this earth to be special, to be unique. I want to say thank you to you, Queen, for again, allowing me to come on your platform and uh, really give you all an experience of my gift that has been blessed to me. So I definitely appreciate you. Um, As far as how long I've been in this field and what I do. I've been in the health uh, industry for about seven years now. It actually seven years in May. Um, started out in 2015. Uh, like most people, when they really get into the groove of health, it's, it's because they want to change their life for whatever reason that was. For me, um, honestly, it started with vengeance. You know, you know when you want to have that vengeance way to you know, got out of a bad relationship, things didn't work out. So a lot of us sometimes for us to get that love for ourselves, we 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 like we like to lose vengeance weight or you know get get beautified or just make ourselves feel good again. So I started as a personal trainer. Um and I, I actually started at 273 and, and dropped down to 220. And so from then I actually started to train my friends. Um and it was actually just for uh, recreation at first. But then I had a friend who was about 330 pounds and he really saw what I would look at that. The lightning came back. <laughs> so, he, you know, he was 330 pounds and, you know, he really saw what I was doing. He asked what I was doing and I'm like, well, um, I'm just working out and I'm just cleaned up my diet a little bit. So I just gave him what I was doing and I saw him drop 30 pounds in three weeks. And I'm like, whoa, okay, okay, that's something, maybe there's something I can really do. Maybe I have a knack for it. So I, from there, I picked up starting in 2015 as a personal trainer, certified personal trainer. Um, went from 15 clients to zero clients because, you know, one thing about it is when we finally figure out our gifts, sometimes we don't realize it comes with, you have, you have to know business too. So because I didn't really know the business, um, I had lost clients a lot and I was going through an up and down phase. 
So then about 2016, I rededicated myself to it. Um, and, you know, like all things taken step by step, I created a plan for myself this time, a six month plan, uh, not only financially, but even with clients and marketing. Um, and so I started out with five clients and half of those five people I went to school with. So from there, um, we went from five clients to 15 clients in one month. We went from 15 clients to 25 clients in two months. And by by May of that year, 2016, I was at over 50 clients. So that's really where I really started my entrepreneurship as far as not working a job. But at that time, I was working two or three jobs. And, and I'm like, I, I don't think I'm be able to handle all these clients and um, do these two jobs. So I ended up quitting my job. And, you know, trial and error, like always, not thinking about the future, future, and especially in business. You know, one thing I want to say with people beyond just health, you got to have a business plan because you never know what the future may hold. I'm talking about from a six month to a year to five years. You just really want to plan your life and plan for it all. So I went through those different phases of learning on my own. And I actually went through business um, with no mentor. A lot of the things I know today have been self-taught and self-experience and self-research and a lot of those things. So I went through that phase. Um, I ended up partnering with a nutritional company called Herbalife. Most people know Herbalife is. Um, I partnered with them. Um, so I'm doing my personal training and I'm a, a nutritional health coach through them. And then so I was going through there, going through that phase. And then what really started to transition me over to holistic health was a few things. The first thing was um, I started to really read labels and started to understand what was in them and actually how they disrupted our body. The second thing was I had two clients and I mind you, I put both of them on the same exact program. One lost over a hundred pounds within five months and the other was like inconsistent up and down, up and down. And so when I got down to it, when I, when I, I usually do an evaluation for them. I started to ask, you know, what's going on, what's been, you know, what you've been doing, why, you know, why this, why is this working, why is this working? So the one who lost a hundred said, I'm gonna be honest, I just I stuck to the nutritional plan you gave me. The other one said I was just kind of on and off, on and off. Mind you, the one who was on and off was actually working harder than the one who lost a hundred pounds. But you saw, I saw the difference. So that really sparked a light in me. I'm like, hmm, okay. The food is actually what matters more than the actual workout. Because you could be working out six times a week and you get no results. I've actually experienced that myself. So that really started me uh, really paying attention and shifting the diet, or I like to say living. And so what really got me now to really turn away from a lot of different foods, most people know what I'm about to say is 2017, what the health documentary so with me, that was like a big spark. I'm like, okay, this not only is affecting our body, but we have been lied to. And not only have we been lied to, but their own people is not exposing this truth. I mean, if you've ever seen the, the documentary, these people are literally going into the doctor's office, asking doctors questions and confounding these doctors about their own methodology and nutritional plan. So that really was... I need to really re-examine this. I mean, so much so, I had to even stop Herbalife because Herbalife, although it does have plants in it, 
it has it has things that actually can hurt your kidneys. It has things in there that can actually hurt your colon and things like that. And I and the crazy thing is, before even I seen that, I, I saw testimonies about Herbalife, but I'm thinking, you know, maybe they just hating, they, 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 they just, it didn't work out for them. So I'm not gonna let that steer me wrong. But then I started to experience certain things in myself, you know, excuse my language, but you know, my bowel movements wasn't wasn't regulating like they was. I'm like, man, I'm just doing the same thing. So over time, it started to affect me. So then I started reading their labels. I'm like, hold on, everything in here is not organic. Everything in here is not plants. So it started to confound me. So I quit. I quit taking them, but I was still doing the business. So about two or three weeks in, after really finding out, I came to a standstill. I'm like, man, I, I don't know what to do because I don't even believe in this no more. So how am I? How am I able to sell this? I said, because for me personally, when I'm putting my heart into something, you're going to get every inch of me. You're going to get 110%. And I just, I wasn't able to do it no more. I, we was getting some income from that. So, you know, me and my wife, I was at a, I'm like, I don't, I don't even know how to do this no more. So I literally had to revamp my whole business. And it took me, it took me two years to do that. Along with other things that happened in my life, at that time I was going through some slight depression. There's a lot of things going on in my business. So I was still studying in 2017. I just wasn't really applying it how I needed to. So experience in life had to really start to teach me what I already knew, if that makes sense. And so about 2018, like I said, I'm going through depression. I'm picking up weight again. I'm probably sitting at 262 now. Back again, and almost at the weight I was before working out. And I went to Africa for the first time. And this is what really got me back into it because I saw how they ate. Um, and they ate very healthy. They ate very, very healthy. And these people were very live and energetic. And I'm like, man, you know, I'm looking at culture now. You know, a lot of us, we just read about culture. We read about it. We try to apply it. But there's a difference between reading about something, trying to apply it, and then somebody showing you that experience. And so that's what I got experience. And I'm like, okay, now, now, you know, whatever religious system we read or whatever book we read, for me, I, I look at the Bible as a cultural book about a family or a nation of people. So I started to really, at that point, I knew it was a cultural book before, but then I started to look at it now because I saw the writings play out for me, that makes sense. So now I'm like, okay, I see why they would talk about a cow, or why they would talk about it, or why they would talk about a fruit, because now I can see it. And these people live it, they literally live it over here. So that really resonated me and, and, and really sparked a bigger light. And so like anything, you know, we gotta go through a fiery, a fiery process before being, being refined like gold. So mm -hmm. long and behold, when I came back, I end up getting malaria. Right when I came back, about a week after, I got malaria. And then um, it, it affected me so much so that my temperature had hit 107 degrees. Now, usually at that point, people, people have seizures, but I didn't. I was just extremely hot. And at, the, at that point, you know, a lot of doctors in America, they don't know how to deal with malaria because it supposedly is an African disease. So got to the hospital and they pretty much was going to let me die, just to be honest with you. They're going to let me die. They literally was watching me. If it wasn't for my wife's mother, I probably would have died because they was literally just watching me. And so that even sparked more of my, my interest. Like, okay, now I need to really see 
I need to really see what uh, what the doctors are really trying to do to us because they were literally going to let me die. You know, they were literally just going to let me suffer that that painful uh, disease that I was going through. And so I ended up catching pneumonia at the same time. So I was in the hospital for two weeks. I ended up having my blood full of parasites. 80% of my blood was full of parasites. Usually by 75%, that's when you pretty much die. I ended up having to get on a, a breathing ventilator. So <clears throat> through that time, with all that going on, I really was having an actual spirit, uh, a spirit, a spiritual experience. Um, really being able to see things in, in the spiritual realm and, and see how this thing was playing out. Um, and it is as horrible as it sounds, it was a crazy experience. I really got to know myself. And in that moment, I got to really know God and really see how much he loves us and how much it's my fault that I was in there. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And so what really got me back on the horse of really getting back to herbs was it was a sister at the time who came in. And mind you, I wasn't really eating no food in there. God don't trust the doctors. I wasn't eating nothing for about seven days. And the sister, she came in with some hibiscus. When she came, she came in with hibiscus, lemon, grass, ginger. Um, it was some other herbs she had put in at the time. And that was like the first time I really had something to eat and drink. And when I tell you within a day or two, I started feeling better. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, okay. Okay, this 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 is real. Because that was really my first time tasting herbs. Mind you, I've been studying them for about a year. Didn't really know where to get them. But that was the first time I actually studied it and realized I'm coming when I'm speaking. I'm coming from experience. My for me first. I'm coming from experience. So I had I had herbs. I'm talking within two days. I feel better. So in the hospital for 14 days, and for me it was like a rebirth. It was like a redemption. It was like okay, you went through your depression. You went through that hard time. You you going back and forth. You're like now it's time to really de dedicate yourself. So at that point, I said, okay, now I'm about to really, really go hard and studying or really go hard and find. So I started making connections. And just to rewind, just so people understand who I've been studying, I started actually studying once I saw what the hell. My first teacher was Dr. Sabi, like most people would say. So I studied, I studied his, uh, his, his speeches and his lectures and his books, 2017. Then I, that same year, I came across Dr. Layla Africa. And then probably about 2018, I came across a brother named Master Herbalist Patrick Debs. So I was studying those three for the for the most part. And then I came across another sister from New York. Her name is Malka. So I was studying them and just really studying their methods of healing, studying their their uh, their their application of these herbs. And what the most common thing I kept hearing was indigenous herbs, indigenous herbs, indigenous herbs. So after going forward now, after I got sick, this the sister while I was in the hospital, she was giving me herbs. She met, she mentioned this brother um, who actually is very well known today. His name is Master Herbalist Yaki Hickman. So once I got in contact with his teachings, it was like a full surface for me now. Not only is we talking about understanding the, the match of electricity through electrical foods and electrical cells. But now we're talking about indigenous food, indigenous herbs, and we're talking about the natural and organic African way of healing. So it was like, it came full surface on me. Now it's like, okay, now I got all the pieces 
that I need to put this thing together. So I was under I was under Yaki um, as far as his teaching since 2018. Then about 2019 is when I really started having conversations with him and really started learning from him personally and really started understanding the method. And which I would say he has a very, very great method because it's, it's like embodying all these master teachers. You know, so I carry uh, a lot of the same similar teachings because I was able to even prove them myself. So from that, um, I started I started practicing on my family. I started uh, I started uh, doing tests on my family with different herbs, through rosemary, through hibiscus, through sweet wormwood, through uh, yellow doctor, through elderberry, through sea moss. Even with the sea moss, you know, that's a whole nother story because. You, you got to even learn how to examine sea moss because there's a lot of people out here selling fake sea moss. And I was one who got got by somebody selling fake sea moss. And side note, never buy herbs from Amazon. I know a lot of people are getting into that now. I'm telling you now, a lot of those are watered down, non-electrical, chemical field herbs. I'm telling you from my own experience. So I had to go through even those things about, okay, what is a real herb and what is not? What is an organic herb and what is not? And so it, it just came by way of trial and error for me. And so around the, the end of 2019, after I'm doing all my tests, I'm seeing certain people heal. I'm, I'm seeing myself having some healing. I said, I got to do the ultimate thing to really start to launch this thing. because I, I believe I've, I've tested enough people to be able to help people outside my family. So 2019, end of 2019, I dedicated myself to doing an all fruit cleanse, 30 days. Nothing but fruits, nothing but electrical alkaline fruits, nothing but water and nothing but well, spring water and nothing but herbs. And when I tell you from that, I, I, I was able to fully remove malaria from myself. I was able to fully uh, get my blood sugar level back. Balanced. I was able to fully, fully cleanse myself of a lot of uh, diseases that I didn't even know I had, even even dealing with depression. You know, I still didn't even know at that time I had it until because the thing about herbs, uh, herbs and fruit, because they're so electrical, those organs that you've been suppressing and they're not working in full potential, those herbs and those fruits make them come alive. So a lot of things that we've been burying start to come alive again and we got to start dealing with. See, a lot of things that we bury in our mind and in our gut starts to come out once we start that cleansing. And that's usually the part where people fail. And I'll be honest, I was about to quit. I was about to quit because I'm like, man, this is, I'm talking about, look, <laughs> it was so crazy. It was about the second week. I'm good for two weeks straight. Two weeks straight. Uh, we end up having a gathering. And um, they, you know, I'm, I'm the only one eating food. Everybody eating chicken, pizza, all this good food. I'm sitting there to eat some watermelon, some honeydew melon. So I'm over here like, man, I'm getting, oh, I'm getting weak. So I'm over here trying to hype myself up. Somebody made a joke or something. But I didn't realize how deep the joke was. And this is what made me realize. And this is why I teach so big on culture. And I teach so big on environment. Because this made me realize your environment plays a major part in your health. If people, even if it's innocent, people just eating food, negative food or bad food, it can affect your health. So I realized even in that moment that my environment plays a huge part in my healing. So that night, going through that two weeks in, I turned to my wife. I said, you know, maybe, you know, I think I should stop right now. We good, you know. We got it. We need, we need the money for the bill. She looked at me like, no, 
you're going to continue. We done came this far, you're going to continue. And when I tell you that was like a boost, a virtue for me, and again, that realized, that made me realize how important your support and your environment is. It can either influence you or deteriorate you. It can either bring you to success or it can bring you to failure. And that's what that was. My wife was bringing me to my success because if it wasn't for me completing it, honestly, I don't know if I would be where I'm at today. Because through me completing that cleanse, right after that cleanse, my first official case outside of my family was a sister, a beautiful sister, um, who ended up having, she had stage two cancer. She had stage two cancer for seven years before she met me. So during my cleanse, kind of back, backing up a little bit, during my cleanse, I actually created a little community of people who wanted to cleanse with me because I needed the support. So, you know, partnering up with different people, we created this community. We called it the Edenic Healing Community. It's on Telegram. And so through that, it made me meet different people who needed healing as well. So I already had the knowledge. And I, at that point, now I knew where to get the herbs. So now it was just about putting myself out there. And I think that's the biggest thing sometimes when it comes to business. People don't want to take that leap of faith and just see see how it goes, you know, without fear. So I, I took that leap of faith. And like I said, this sister had seven years of cancer before she got to me. Within four months, we healed her from cancer. No cancer at all. Mm-hmm. I mean, we got the we got the doctor's reports. We got the CBC charts. We even got the, 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 the messages from the doctors. The doctors told her it was as if she never had cancer. What happened? So that was my real first case um, outside of my family of healing. And then from there, yeah, that's all she wrote. We, we, we did diabetes. We literally didn't heal a, a, a bone before where it's rubbing together and that cast, that cast coming together. We literally healed that so it wouldn't have any issues no more. We've healed, uh, um, uh, we've healed uh, hypertension. We, we've healed, uh, like I said, high blood pressure. We healed inflammation. Um, and we, we just still growing. We, we just still growing. A lot of my cases so far have been cancer and diabetes, because that's the most thing, the most issues within the black community is cancer and diabetes. So that's been the cases that we, we've dealt with the most. Oh, and herpes. We had one case of herpes. One case hurt us. So we, we still growing. We still growing. We still elevate. We're still learning. And, and the most important thing and the most important goal is, again, your environment matters. So if we were a people who came from a specific place, no matter who were born there, it's about where our bloodline goes back to. So we were a specific people born in a specific place. And if we look at nature itself, God made no mistakes. He literally placed all creation and creatures where they need to be placed at. And what he did with that was place food that would be conducive to their environment and them. So if that's the case, if he placed the Sahara tiger in the Sahara and he gave the Sahara tiger its food in the Sahara, that tiger needs food from the Sahara. If he put a tiger in the mountains, he obviously had made sure that that, that mountainous tiger had food. So I know a lot of times we go with this thing that everybody's the same. We're all human beings. And I understand the concept and thought of that, but that's not real. That's not a reality because the reality is I can't eat everything that a Caucasian or Asian can eat, whether I believe in a religion or not. My scientific genetic DNA tells me I can't eat that. So therefore, I can't really resonate with that message when 
Well, me and you eating the same thing and I'm the only one getting sick. That makes no sense to me. I can't resonate with you saying we all bleed the same when that's not the case. When you test my blood and you test the blood of an agent, it's going to come back different results. When you measure my skull, it's going to come back different than a Mexican. When you measure my jawbone, it's going to come back different than, than an Asian. When you measure the, just the, my bill, my bill period, my brain, my brain gives off different electricity than a Caucasian. So when we understand that and we kind of remove the feeling out of it, the emotion out of it, it, it's just science. That's all it is. It's science and understanding that. It's about, we always talk about it. Oh, I need somebody in a relationship that we got the same chemistry. We say it naturally. Oh, I need somebody on my same vibe, vibration. We talk about it naturally. So why when it comes to my chemical or your chemical makeup, that it has to be we are the same people and that's not genetically true. So that's what we teach. We teach from a, a, a we teach from a, a, a geographic a, a geographic nutritional state. Um, Doctor Sabi he called it the the African connection between culture and, and health, right? And then we had uh, Yaki. He 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 has something called the geogenetic uh, understanding. So this is all about genetics. That's all it is. Then that means we need African food. Say that again. Even if we're in America. If we were, if we are African people, meaning our bloodline goes to Africa, and there's food in Africa for the African, for us to live and have a holistic life, we need African food, even if it's in America. So now the question would be, okay, then what is African food? Well, we need to first ask, what is actually conducive to our health? So for us, from my experience, from my testing, from my results and testimonies, Every time I get one, the black man and woman off the meat, we see start we start seeing progress. Then I start getting them off the brain, we see more progress. Then I definitely start getting them off the dairy, we see a major progress. And when I start really getting them off the starches, we see a huge progress. So then when I get them off even vegetables, then we see the healing start. Because the, the fruits is the most electrical uh, electrified food for the black man and woman. Contrary to what we've been taught and believe, we've been taught that fruit is a side dish. Yeah, we are the most sickest people in the world, but when we get you off all the main dishes and put you on the side dish, we see healing happening. So it's just it's, it's just that simple. It's understanding your genetic makeup. And a lot of times when we have these type of conversations, that as racist. I'm not racist if I'm just saying what's best for you based upon your genetics. No different than I tell a Caucasian. Caucasian, he needs zinc. He needs zinc. That I wouldn't suggest that to a black man because the black man comes from the tropics. He can, he he produces something called melanin, and melanin produces something with vitamin D and iron phosphate and carbon and different things of that nature. So most of the food that he needs or the minerals that he needs is found in tropical food. Most of the food that the Caucasian needs is found in mountainous foods, which is meats, which is meats. So that's why you don't see them. They can eat half-cooked meat and be okay. But the minute we we do, we got glaucoma and all type of diseases going on. But that's what we were taught. So we have to understand that we're in an environment that's not conducive for our health. We're not in an environment that's conducive for our health. How do we know that? Because the stats show that. Even if I never said nothing, we still the number one is all sickness. We still the number one divided people. We are still the one who, who has the number one uh, 
families that's broken up. We still the number one people that's miseducated. We are still the uh, number one in, 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 in mis being misguided in spirituality. We are number one in every sickness and, and ethical level you could think about on an economy, an economy level, but all other people, think about it. There name one city that don't got a Jewish community. You can't name one. Name me, and I'm talking when I say Jewish, I'm talking about where they even can apply their laws. They can apply their laws. Like, so if you go to any Jewish community around the world, that community specifically, they all agree on from Friday evening to Saturday evening, nobody's working. It's our Sabbath day. That's their agreement. That's their culture, right? When you go to Chinatown, there's a Chinatown in every city. Every city. You got, what else you got? You got, um, even, even in the sense of when our brothers is from Africa, they even have a community. And I'm talking about the ones who was not stripped by way of slavery. So when you look at the actual Negro in America, we actually have no autonomic or economic community at all. Anything we're in is ran by another people and laws that we have to follow that is not conducive to our liberation, healing, or structure. That right there alone is sickness. And what you see, the reason we're so sick is because we're homesick. We're homesick. Not just from a, from a geographical level, but inwardly we are home. Our bodies is crying out for healing. So okay. when we start to just understand us, when we understand us, you'll start seeing real healing in the community. And I love how you broke it all down because it really makes sense to, you know, I, I'm really big on identity. And I'm 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 researching the DNA and the identity of not mm. just a black person, but the reason why we exist. I believe that you know, a lot of problems that we deal with today has a lot to do with how we were impacted, and it goes beyond just the family that we're with today, who, where we got birth from our mom and dad. Now, what did mom and dad go through? What happened to them? And then what happened to our grandparents? And what happened to their parents? Because it's something traveling down that's impacting and affecting us. So with you having the herbals and, and the holistic health, um, how are ways, what are ways that people can actually get access to you when it comes to, you know, you have goods, services what are ways that we can get access to you to learn more from you okay so um we do do consultations personal consultations you can actually go to our website it's www.theidenticexperience.org i'll spell that out so it's www.theidenticexperience.org I'm sorry, R-I-E-N-C-E dot O-R-G. www.thedenicexperience.org. We do do um, a consultations on there, but we pretty much, we create a program for you, for your hip. Um, we don't put everybody specifically on the exact same program dependent on your hip. Sometimes you can't heal everybody quickly. So sometimes we may have to transition, uh, which will go to my book we just released last um, July. So shout out to the queen. I definitely make sure y'all get her a PDF. That helped me out a lot too. It's extremely it helped me out a lot. So I thank you for that. But so I re released the book, my first book, July 2021, called The Holistic Transition. And I wrote the book from a, a place of understanding where most people are, not from where I was at, or not from where a guru would be at, but 
really understanding the struggle somebody had because I went through a struggle. It took me three years to transition to a plant-based diet. So it literally walks you not only through suggested herbs, suggested fruits and vegetables, but I give you my story so we can relate. And I tell you on a genetic and scientific level about the body. So when you start to eat, you will then now be able to recognize how you're affected from your circadian rhythm, from your mind, from your environment, from the music you listen to, from the people you have conversation with, from the relationships you have. So we deal with all that. And I actually give a lot of good references of other books. Because I didn't want to be selfish. You know, my thing is bigger than me. I, I want my people here. So that's one book. Uh, I just released another book in December called Cleanse to Live, where I partnered up with my sister. Her Instagram is the Big V Project. Uh, she got actually plant-based cookbooks out, so make sure y'all check her out. We partnered up, and we pretty much put both of our minds together. Not only did she give you alkaline meal plans, but I gave you a lot of cleanses that you can follow, from a water cleanse to a dry fast to a berry cleanse to, to different cleanses that may be conducive to what you need to heal from. So you definitely want to check those books out if you want to transition and learn how to cleanse at the same time. You can also get me on YouTube um, on my podcast. It's not as live as this yet, but we're coming together. It's called uh, KTV Podcast. So you spell that C-A-D-E-T-V Podcast. K means culturally activating divine elevation. And that's what it's about. We're teaching how to activate that cultural genetic DNA within you so we can get back to the godly state that we're in, the God identity. So um, make sure y'all check that out on Instagram. Um, it's uh, at the.edenic.experience. So just like my website, at the.edenic.experience. You can check me out on there. Or if you want to come to my Facebook, um, it's Mikael Ben Or. So those are all the handles that you can uh, get at me with. Or like I said, go to the website. You want to have a personal conversation to really get some healing and understanding. Just go to my website. We can we can talk. Absolutely. Thank you so much. And um, he has a lot to give. And just by your story alone, I know that we have gained something from it because this opened our eyes. Now we just need to know, okay, how do I apply this to my life? If I'm dealing with um, fibroids, you know, somebody who's dealing with cancer, someone who's dealing with um, just these internal diseases and all they are told is to keep taking medicine after medicine and not knocking what the doctors do here in America, but we do, if the medicines aren't working, we need to find a healthier approach where we can get those chemicals out of our body and out of our blood system and start seeing effective results from what God has given us from this earth. I stand by firmly, you know, even as a Christian, I stand by, you know, God has given us herbs for the healing of the land. And it's like, why are we not utilizing what we have on this earth to heal ourselves? I've, Mm -hmm. I've watched my mom go through breast cancer and that triggered something in me to where it's like, I need, I want a healthier approach to healing, you know? And um, she passed away when I was a kid. And from that, I've always had this perspective, like be careful and be mindful of what you put in your body, you know, so that you know what you're taking in and do cleansing and fasting and things like that. So for those who are listening to this podcast, thank you for listening. I would definitely recommend checking out Mikael. He is, um, has a great way to help you to get the healing that you need. Like, don't sleep on it. Don't wait around. Get 
plugged in and get the knowledge that you need from someone who's been there before, who has the same similar experience as you and can help get you the healing that you need. So check him out. We will have all of his information in the, in the notes. And um, if there's anything else that you want to leave with us, Mikael, let us know. Is there anything else that you want to share with us? Yes. Um, just take the first step. You know, I know it's going to be hard. I know it's going to be difficult. And the most difficult thing is you against you. The mo the best thing you can do while taking the first step is educate yourself. Um, one of the great quotes that uh, Marcus Garvey said, and excuse me if I misquoted, but he said the people who, without the knowledge of their origins, culture, and traditions, is like a tree without roots. Um, even the Bible says in Hosea chapter four, verse six, it says, my people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. So it is going to be the knowledge, the knowledge, no ledge, no means to, to know something, to, 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 and then ledge means to apply. So to have knowledge means you must apply that which you know. And so when we educate ourselves, re-educate ourselves, let me say that from an African consciousness standpoint, from a godly standpoint or an edenic standpoint, we will start to see the change within ourselves, which then will be the change for the world. So it starts with self. It starts with forgiving self, uh, loving self, accepting self, and healing thyself, and then knowing thyself when we start seeing true change in the world. A lot of the reason you see this war is going on because there's a lot of sick people waging the war. We need some heal people in this earth. So right. it starts with us, family. We want to see change in our community. We got to be changed. Right. Thank you so, so much. So if anybody's got anything from this podcast, leave us a comment. Make sure you follow me, Kyle, and get plugged in and get healing for your body and your soul and your mind. So again, thank you so much for joining us, Mikael. And we are excited to see how you transition and things furthermore in the future and how, how much you're going to grow. Because I believe you go grow. You got great things to give us. So thank you. Thank you, please. Thank you so much. Awesome. Awesome. And that's a wrap. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.